0: listening to Beyond Ability. We're a group of people seeking meaningful connections and conversations with others in our community. We'll be talking about topics like
1: music,
2: communication, events, culture,
3: technology, talent,
2: advice,
1: business,
2: education,
0: leadership. This is just to name a few. Our interests are vast and they continue to grow. We hope you enjoy today's episode. My name's Kim, and for today's episode, we wanted to highlight the Spread the Word campaign. This campaign acknowledges that large groups of people are left out because of their differences. This is taking place everywhere, in schools, workplaces, and communities. One of those groups is people with intellectual and developmental disabilities who make up hundreds of millions of the population across every country, orientation, race, and ethnicity. We want to end exclusion and promote inclusion everywhere. People ask where to start, and it can be as simple as a smile or a conversation with someone you notice potentially being isolated. The leaders of our community can have a great impact on inclusion, and that's why we decided to ask leadership around us what inclusion means to them and how they plan to be inclusive people. We hope that voices of community figures will inspire others to be inclusive and take a pledge not to single out others for their differences. You'll hear from a couple members of our own podcast team as well as some leaders in our own community. And as always, we hope you enjoy today's episode.
1: My name is Bryant Serafin. I am the police chief here for the city of Urbana. I've been been doing this job specifically uh, for a couple of years, but I've been here. I'm in my 27th year of doing this here. You know, I had a conversation with somebody uh, about a month ago when we were talking about a little of the difference between diversity and inclusion and that the concepts aren't necessarily the same. They seem to be spoken about in the same sort of time frame, or usually in the same sort of context, but they are, they, they are different, you know, with regards to, you know, the inclusion to me, it's, it's kind of simple. It's about making someone feel part of something. And that something can be all kinds of things. In my 49 years on this earth, I've coached Little League teams and Park District basketball teams and been involved in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and all sorts of, of different things. And outside of even just work. And to make everyone feel that they're a part of, of something, to make them feel that they're appreciated um, and respected and part of that, of that team, whatever, whatever form it takes can be, like I said, a Little League team. It can be a SWAT team. Um, they can be all of those, uh, all those different things. How do you plan to be inclusive? And I think that was the second question you'd asked me, and that part is isn't real complex, but you got to think about it. And, and I think there's a bit of intentionality to this discussion. One way that even professionally, that that, that I'm here, or whether it's in a volunteer opportunity, is to me the concept of the uh, of being accessible. That accessibility. To make someone feel uh, included as part of a team, you have to be sort of approachable. Uh, For instance, uh, people you hear people have an open door policy. I want to be accessible. I want people to be able to feel that they can come and sit down and talk with me about anything at, at any time. Relatedly, sometimes though, inclusion requires you to sort of reach out, whether that's attending meetings, whether that's just walking. Through the city building, the, you know here at the police department, the administration is up in the corner on the third floor. Well, most of the patrol officers, the backbone, the two-thirds of our employees, their main hub is in the basement. I have to get up, make sure that we're trying to be a part of that team, make sure that they feel they're included in, in decisions and some of that outreach. And that's, that's important. Another concept that, I'll, that I've thought about when it comes to inclusion and in that is listening. To actively listen, and that makes people feel that they're being a part of the team. And finally, I, I think the, the last concept that I had wanted to, to mention this morning is the, the concept of acceptance. All of us have strengths, weaknesses, things we're good at, things we're not good at. To be accepting of those things, that I think is a huge, huge component
4: uh, when we discuss uh, inclusion.
2: My name is Danielle, and I do not want others to feel that I hope to see less bullying in the world.
5: My name is Diane Marlin. I'm the mayor of Urbana, Illinois, and I'm approaching my fourth year as mayor in Urbana. Before that, I served on the Urbana City Council, and I've lived in this community for uh, almost 50 years, which actually pretty much dates me. But I came here as a U of I student and fell in love with the city and never left. So I'll tell you, I was thinking about this podcast and um, what inclusivity means. And, and, you know, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. But I'll tell you, a couple of years ago, Dale invited me to tour some of the homes and apartments in Urbana. I didn't even know some of these places existed. So it was a real education for me. Dale just wanted me to see the different places people lived and how how the community included them and helped them and support them to to live their lives. So so we went to a couple of houses, we went to an apartment and visited a couple of people in their individual apartments. And for me it was like, well, inclusiveness is just making sure that people of all ages and all abilities can thrive. And that's where you start. What we can do as a community is always ask ourselves, how are we doing that? How can we support that? And then I started thinking also from a city standpoint, You know, our public infrastructure, our streets and sidewalks and streetlights and, and everything that we build to support life in Urbana, we need to be doing that with an eye toward how do we support people of different ages and abilities to make sure that they can do what they want to do. That's a goal for everybody. And and not just infrastructure, but then we also look at our programs and services, make sure they're accessible and that they're useful to people. And if there's things that are missing, what can we do and how can we help?
4: So my name is Stephen Bryan and I'm Associate Vice Chancellor for Student Affairs and Dean of Student Support and Advocacy at the University of Illinois. When I think about the the question you posed of inclusivity, I I really appreciate the prompt because it it got me to intentionally think about what I'm doing in my own life to be inclusive. To me, I, I think it's an environment where everyone has a place at the table. So it does not mean that Everyone has to be on the same page in terms of ideas or opinions, but rather it's an environment where everyone feels like they can share their differing opinions and ideas, knowing that it's a safe space for dialogue and engagement and interaction. And beyond a difference of opinion, an inclusive environment is one where people of all stripes, types, and abilities feel that their differences are valued. And one of the underlying tenets of inclusivity for me is this notion of mattering. You know, each of us has value. We matter to this global society of which we are a part. And we all make individual contributions to that society that make us collectively stronger as a whole. And so we have differing gifts and abilities and as well, areas of growth and weaknesses. So an inclusive environment to me is one that champions all of these notions. And we learn from each other's differences and inclusivity is also considering a non-majority perspective in how we engage in our professional and personal lives. So for example, are we cognizant of the privileges that we each of us have? And do we consider the experiences of those who don't have those same privileges as we make decisions and interact with others. In this age of social media and in this current environment of a pandemic, it is very easy to become myopic and gravitate only toward those who have similar views and opinions that you do. And in this pandemic especially, it's easy for us to remain in our own worlds, in our own homes, in our own places Absent the vibrant interactions that we would encounter with different people we meet every day as we go about our world in a normal time, so thus it's even more critical to seek out the experiences um, and differences with each other, and ex- intentionally expand our inclusivity umbrella, whether that be in the media that we consume, uh, the social media sites we look at, the Netflix movies we watch, etc. What steps? could we take to be more inclusive in our community? And I wrote down three steps. The first step is to expose yourself to people who are different from you step two as i said recognize your privileges and how you can utilize them to advocate for and advance the concerns of those who do not have those same privileges and i think step three may be most important acknowledge that you're not a perfect person readily admit your mistakes seek authenticity in your interactions and ask questions from a perspective of yearning for knowledge If you go about with those actions, you'll make the world not only a better place, but a much more inclusive and welcoming one. My name is Michael, and
1: what inclusion means to me is I would like people to be treated equally and fairly. I think everyone should be given a chance to do a job and yet stop the name calling just because someone is different doesn't mean they deserve to be bullied.
3: I am Deb Finan. I am currently the mayor in the city of Champaign. For me, it, it's really about you know our community living together, those connections that we have amongst each other so that we can break down barriers to make sure that everybody is an active part of our community. You know, we're lucky to live in a community that has really been groundbreaking with respect to removing physical barriers for individuals with disabilities. And so the fact that we had Professor Nugent at the University of Illinois, who was really groundbreaking nationwide with things like curb cuts for wheelchairs and, you know, just making sure that we understood our physical environment is really important. So, you asked me to take the pledge, and so I'm gonna actually read it so I don't (laughs) misstate it. I pledge to spread inclusion by breaking down barriers that inhibit full participation in city government by individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities, recognizing that our community is more vibrant when the voices and viewpoints of all individuals are heard and represented.
6: Well, my name's Tom Ramage, and for the last 23 years or so, uh, I've been working at Parkland College. I've done a number of different things here, uh, but most recently, uh, and maybe for the last 13 or so years, I've been the president of the college. Obviously, college is an an interesting thing. It's different than uh, elementary school and high school in that something that you apply to and you have to pay for, whereas regular public education, K through 12, is generally provided for free. We also have a series of measures in place to help place students into the appropriate courses. I think that's probably largely uh, affecting my definition of inclusion, is that we want to make sure that students are placed in a course that matches their ability. So uh, we want to make sure that students get placed into courses that help them get where they need to be. Um, So we have obviously a number of, there's 10,000 or so students that come to Parkland every year, and some number of those students have interests in working uh, with our accessibility office for a number of reasons they could be sight impaired, have mobility issues, they could have cognitive abilities that require or are assisted by longer times taking tests or somebody reading a test to a student. We have people who help people take notes, uh, all kinds of different things. And then we have computer software that helps. Uh, And then we have a Center for Academic Success that that, uh, meets students wherever they are uh, and helps them with specific classes. And a lot of times it's done by other students. Um, So we have a peer tutoring uh, service that, um, you know, if you have a particular interest in chemistry, uh, students can come to the Center for Academic Success, talk with another student who's um, pretty good at chemistry and maybe get a little extra help.
2: My name is Tammy Furling Bogus, and I am the mayor of St. Joseph. So what does inclusiveness mean to me? When I think of inclusiveness is looking beyond appearances and the differences that we may all have. I like to think that I'm a person that strictly looks at the person for the person. And I feel like, you know, we're all human and what we bring to our communities and what we bring to our families and, you know, wherever we're at in our lives is basically based upon individuals you know every every individual has their strengths and their weaknesses. So inclusiveness in my thoughts are is that you need to treat everybody the same as far as accepting people for what they are. I think that's important. I think everybody should be looked at on what they bring to the table in life. Here in town, we have a a local resident that people look out for him. He busies himself through town doing little projects here and there. Matter of fact, people get confused because they actually think he works for the village. If you ask him, he says he does. (laughs) But, you know, appreciate, uh, you know, him for what he does do, because he actually is a benefit to the village as far as some of the projects that he does. It makes him feel like he's participating within the community. Every time I see him, you know, coming and going even from my own house, because he'll even come down my driveway some days and, you know, push a little snow or, or, or do things. And it's just delightful. I think he brings so much to our table of society. I think that's how people should be looked at is is not so much on the exterior themes or so many of those things just don't matter.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. We encourage you to check out the description where we've put a link to the Spread the Word campaigns website where you can make your own pledge and learn some more about the campaign. We've also included the words of another podcast team member who would like to share what inclusion means to them.